Hello, this is Tony Blazer here with my five burning questions for Anaheim One. Uh, this is my favorite time of the year. I'm a big football fan, obviously a huge Supercross fan, and in January you get the playoffs and you get the start of Supercross. Um, I love this time of year, and not just because I'm built like a bear and I need it to be cold, although that definitely helps. Um, January is awesome for my two favorite sports, and nothing gets me going as much as probably Anaheim 1, because you just don't know what's going to happen. Clearly, you have all the anticipation of the offseason, uh, people sometimes switching teams, uh, you have new guys moving up to the 450 class, guys, rookies coming up in the 250 class, always a lot of awesome questions, and the great part about it is nobody knows the answer. Uh, anything could happen this Saturday night. Uh, really, the only bet downside is I live in the East Coast, so uh, the racing doesn't start till 10 o'clock, so that's kind of a bummer. You work all day, and then you try and stay up to 1 o'clock. Not always easy, uh, but I plan on doing the hard work this weekend and getting it done. So I thought I'd come up with like my five main questions for the night. I'm sure a lot of these questions are the same ones you're gonna have, you guys are gonna have out there. Number one. After the last couple of years, my first question would definitely be: Can Cooper Webb do it again? Is he gonna come out swinging at A1? Um, I I would be the first person to admit I did not see Cooper winning last year going into the season. I was a huge fan of Cooper uh, when he was on the 250s in the uh, Yamaha days. And I thought he was going to come out swinging when he moved up to the 450 class. But regardless of whether it was his training or his team or the bike or whatever, things just didn't work out. He definitely had a couple of off years there. So I was, I got to be honest, I was kind of blindsided by that whole deal last year. Um, I was kind of surprised by the fact that Roger gave him a, such a high profile ride at, at KTM. And then they ended up taking the bull by the horns and taking the title. I was uh, super psyched for him all year. Uh, really, really pumped for him to win. And I would like to see him come out and at very least make a competitive uh, championship fight of it this year. Um, it's hard to say. You know, in the past, you'd say the champion would always be the the uh, title favorite for the next year. But uh, I don't think most people picked Anderson to win last year. And I don't know how many people are going to be picking Cooper to win this year. I think most of the smart money is probably on Tomac, even though he hasn't hasn't done it yet. Um, basically not for a lack of speed, just because he's made a lot of mistakes and mental errors. But, um, so my number one burning question would be, can Cooper come out and do it? Whether that means a win, I wouldn't even say it has to be a win. I would say even like if he gets on the podium, a solid finish, he just needs to come out there, get the, the nerves out of the way with that number one plate. The number one plate can be very heavy a lot of times, as we've seen many times. Uh, and plus a one is crazy. It's always some crazy fluke thing. Um, so that, that you never know what's going to happen there. And, uh, so my number one question is, can Cooper come out and do it again? Number two. Question number two, how will Adam Stancerillo do? I think a lot of people like myself are hotly anticipating Adam's move up to the 450 class after a rather uh, tumultuous, uh, ride in the 250s the last four or five years. Uh, Adam, you know, was one of the most touted amateurs of all time and things didn't go to plan when he first turned pro. Several years of injury followed and last year he really kind of broke through. Should have had that 250 Supercross title probably, but famously had that uh, little bit of a mishap in Las Vegas. But he completely redeemed himself outdoors, came back to win that title. Super proud of the kid. Love his attitude, love his personality. And me personally... I would so love to see him do well this year. Um, I don't know if that's being optimistic. I know a lot of people are probably on the Ciencer Real hype train. It would be ridiculous to assume he's going to come out and kick everybody's ass. Um, Monster Cup 
is really a fluky event. You see all kinds of crazy stuff happen. Uh, so I, I don't think you can take too much from that. I, you know, if Eli had had to win that race to win the Supercross title or something, he probably would have parked Adam and then walked away with it. But, you know, all credit to Adam. He, he held tough, rode fast, was right up front. And I hope that's what we see this weekend. I, I don't think realistically, again, it would be crazy for me to like suggest he was going to win. Um, but if he gets a top five, I think that's a win. I would. What I'd like to see him do is lead a couple of laps, maybe, um, you know, win a heat race, something like that, show some speed, be up front. I think that would be a huge win for Kawasaki and a huge win for Adam. What I don't want to see him do is go out there and, uh, you know, ride over his head and yard sale, um, hurt his shoulder again or some crazy nonsense like that. I think if Adam can ride every race this year and stay off the ground, be consistent, be a good wingman for Tomac, that's a win. If he sees the opportunity, especially late in the year when it gets depleted, and if he can stay out there, uh, maybe he gets a win. Again, I don't want to be too crazy about it. I would love to see that happen, but I think that's unrealistic. But I am maybe the most excited I am for everything this weekend to see how he does, and I certainly hope he does well. Number three. My third burning question for A1 is going to be, will Ken Roxon be anywhere near back to 100%? Uh, last year, he showed a lot more speed than he did the year before. He was actually held the red plate, I think, at two different times during the season. Although he didn't get the race win, uh, missed it by just that much against Cooper Webb. Um, he came real close to it. He was way, way faster outdoors as well, kind of almost back to his old self until the heat kind of got up in the summer. But that won't be a problem at A1. You're not going to have in Supercross typically the kind of conditions that seem to be flaring up his health issues. I hope they've got it sorted out. I mean, I don't know. Any athlete, particularly in this sport, more than any, is going to be honest about that stuff. They seem people seem to be very closeted in general. It's not like the NFL where you have to tell you know like your injury report. So I wouldn't put too much stock in what most of the riders say in terms of their health. A lot of times you find out a month later that they have a jacked up wrist or a back or whatever it is. But I hope that Kenny is back to 100%. I think the sport needs Ken Roxon. He's got a great personality. He's awesome ambassador for the sport. And I think the sport is better with Ken at the front. Um, he is exciting to watch, really stylish, like I said. And, and I would love to see him at least be a title contender, a legit contender. Um, I don't know if he's going to have the health and the speed to go all 17 rounds at 100% and take the title. But I would love to see him at least be as competitive as he was last year, maybe just a notch better. And if he comes out and wins A1, I think that would be awesome. So uh, that's my third question. How healthy is Ken Roxon? Number... My fourth burning question for A1 is which Eli Tomac will we see? Tomac is one of the most interesting racers of the last decade, at least. He's one of these guys that clearly has the speed to win uh, on any weekend, at any venue, any kind of racing you're talking about. He could come out and just blow everybody away. But he's also a guy that'll tip over in the whoops and then take three minutes to get his bike started again. I don't know. Um, you know, a couple of maybe, I don't know if it was last year or the year before, he was checking out and then had that little bit of a fall that busted his pants. Just weird, fluky things seem to happen to Tomac. And I think it's very likely that he could come out and smoke everybody, and it's just as likely that he could yard sale it or something crazy happen to him and just get a 17th. It's hard to say. Um, I think Eli is probably the odds-on favorite to win the title again, just based on speed. Um, it's kind of like... Um, it's hard to bet against him and in spite of the fact he's won like 27 races and hasn't won the title I think most people still think that Tomac is due one of these years to finally put it together I don't know if 2020 is going to be that year me personally um, I tend to doubt it I mean 
I'm not sure. It's like it's hard to make a prediction early on. I would like to say Cooper Webb is going to repeat, but you know, it's like I said, it's so up in the air, hard, hard to say. Um, Eli, I think, is probably going to be the fastest guy most of the time. Uh, but if he comes out on fire this weekend and blows everybody away, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, I'm not the biggest Eli Tomac fan. I, you know, I don't hate the guy or anything, but uh, in general. I find his personality to be kind of meh. Um, I don't. He's so unemotional a lot of times and stuff, and doesn't really show a lot of himself. And while I respect him as a racer, he's kind of like Jeff Stanton was in his day. You know, Jeff's opened up a lot since he's um, you know retired, but when he was a racer, he was very serious, kind of to himself. Eli's kind of that guy. Um, he's not my favorite racer by any means, but I respect his ability and his speed. And I'm curious to see what guy comes out. And if he comes out and takes takes the bull by the horns, makes it a series. I think if he gets out front, wins a race early, gets a few races under his belt winning, it may be his year. If he comes out and has a problem, he seems to have a little bit of trouble sometimes regrouping after that stuff. So I don't know. It's curious to see. That's what makes racing so fun. You don't know what's going to happen. Number five. My fifth burning question for A1 is Jason Anderson serious about becoming a two-time Supercross champion? Um, I'm not sure what was going on with Jason last year at A1. Granted, it was a mud fest, but I think most people would say that Jason looked off. He didn't look like he was really into it. Some of that may have been the pressure. It you know that number one plate is very heavy, uh, but it appeared to add about 100 pounds to that uh, Husqvarna last year. He definitely was off. Uh, now A1, well known for some strange results that sometimes don't indicate what was going to happen the rest of the year. Um, you had Barsha winning, which he didn't do anything the rest of the year. So and like I said, the mud threw a monkey wrench and things, but. It still looked like he was a little bit off. Um, now, he came back maybe round two, I think, and put a pretty good race up against uh, Blake Baggett. But early on, at least, I had my serious questions about it. Um, I would like to see Jason come out and be a title contender again. Uh, but it's going to take a serious amount of effort to beat the guys like, uh, you know, Eli Tomac and Ken Roxon, even Cooper Webb. Uh, and I don't know if... Jason has that level of commitment going. It's hard to say. The persona he puts out online makes him seem more like a free spirit, almost kind of a Jeff Emig type. And Emig obviously was a multi-time champion, but he was also quite a partier. Had a guy, a guy had a good time. I don't think that Jason is that kind of a person. I just think he's more of a free spirit in general. And sometimes those guys uh, who like to have a good time don't always want to put in that level of effort necessary to you know grind it out every year. I hope I'm wrong about that. I hope Jason is a contender this year and is up front. I love the guy. I love the fact that he's uh, Team USA all the way. Motocross designation matters to me, and I, I appreciate the fact that he's willing to put it out there and put in the effort there. Uh, I hope that didn't hurt him, the fact that he was behind the eight ball a little bit with his training. You know That could make an impact on his ability to uh, be up front. I hope not. I hope he's up front. I hope he's you know one of the four or five guys that are going to be battling for the title every week. But... I'm really in a kind of wait-and-see attitude with Jason. Hopefully I'm wrong. Hopefully he comes out and kicks some ass. But until then, that's a burning question I have. Is he really committed to become a second-time Supercross champion, or is he content to you know be a third, fourth, fifth guy and uh, just have a solid career like that and is happy he had that one title and that's the end of it? I don't know. We'll see. Time will tell. So those are my five burning questions for Anaheim 1. Um, now, I'm also going to do little prediction here um clearly 
I don't know what I'm doing. I am uh, just like everybody else, no idea what's going to happen. Uh, but I thought I'd put a, a couple of them out there. I think if I had to gun to my head, say who's going to win this weekend, I think Ken Roxon's going to come out and shock everybody. I think he's going to come out swinging, win a one. Um, I don't know that he's going to dominate like he did like two, three years ago before he hurt his arm, but I could see him definitely winning this race. I think Eli will get second. Uh, then I think in third, I'm picking Cooper Webb to get third. I think AC is going to get fourth, and then I think Jason Anderson is going to get fifth. So we'll see. We'll reconvene in a few days and see how my predictions work out. I'm sure I'll be completely wrong. That's the fun thing about A1. There's always these crazy outcomes. Uh, I never would have predicted, you know, um, Davey Millsaps to win or Josh Grant to win in 09. Uh, there's always some crazy out-of-the-woodwork finishes, and that's what, again, makes A1 so fun. I hope this is an exciting night. I hope something crazy happens that we don't all expect, but I hope all the guys come out healthy. And basically, I'm just hoping for a good night of racing. It's one thing I like about motocross. As much as I love football, football usually leaves me at least 50% of the time unsatisfied. Being a Redskins fan, it's more like 90% of the time being unsatisfied. Motocross is different. Motocross, I'm just there for the racing. I hope, yes, I have my guys. I'm a Chad Reed guy. You know, I like Cooper. There's always your favorite riders. But when they don't win... I'm not bummed out, really. I'm just like, okay, it was a good race. It's an exciting night of racing. It's fun. Uh, I have a good conversation with everybody on Twitter and stuff. It's a great time. And that's all I hope for. I hope for some good, clean racing. Hope everybody comes out healthy. And hope we have a awesome, awesome, exciting evening. And we'll reconvene next time. Until we meet again, keep the rubber side down. Peace. <laughs>